Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. It is me, Cash. And I'm Lauren. Oh, my God, Cash. Where the fuck have you been? (laughs) Been under a rock. Been (laughs) under a rock. (laughs) Been under a rock, been moving, been working. Life has been treacherous, but I'm back. All of our furniture is still in storage because we're... Everything is just taking so long these days with, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's shipping or what, or just people aren't working or there aren't enough workers, but everything's taking forever. We have a painter that can't be here for like three weeks. The electrician was like, oh. I'm two weeks booked. Furniture is like a month out. Yeah. It's crazy. So, so here I am back in the loft. Back in the loft, baby. Oh my God. What a time to be alive. What a full circle. I feel like it was just this time last year and you were up in that loft. It was. And it was, that was a darker time, but it was a little darker. It was a little swampier. Definitely. It was a lot swampier, but here we are. We're back getting the house situated. I just put in a massive furniture order last night. Wow. And I sent Lauren a text message and I said, pray for my credit card. You know, what would be great. Pray for it. I would love if article furniture could sponsor us or something. (gasps) So I bought a table from them. You did. What's it like? Is it as good as they say it is on the other podcast? I don't know. Oh, Oh, obviously TBD when it, yeah, TBD when it arrives, but I'm excited. I just got like a very simple light oak coffee table or sorry, uh, dining room table. So it seemed it has very good reviews. All of their furniture seems very high quality. And so, wow, I don't know. We'll see. Wow. You but, might be a little micro influencer over there. Wow. But this is the first time. And I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but you know, when you're in college or just living kind of your bachelorette bachelor days, mm-hmm. you're buying your stuff from Ikea, you're getting hand-me-downs from family, like mm-hmm. nothing really feels 
of quality or like something you're yeah. proud of. At least that's how I felt. Like it's like not your stuff. It's like yeah, your pretend stuff for this point. So we finally pulled the plug and bought stuff from like Crate and Barrel wow. and West Elm. Wow. But you know what? You guys work hard. You are moving from an apartment with like literally almost no even space for furniture to like a home, like you needed Mm -hmm. it. So RIP available credit, but you know what? It's going to feel good. I know. So I'm excited, but in my time of moving, I have been getting caught up on this wild Johnny Depp, Amber Heard saga because what the fuck the fact that we're only what three weeks into it and it's a six-week trial yeah I mean honestly this judge I mean I don't know about you but I kind of feel like this is an insane way to clog up the already clogged court system yeah but what are you gonna do about I mean you yeah she you know they both have a right to a fair trial they both have a right to have a jury trial right and that is and everything has been backlogged because because of covid so i'm assuming johnny depp well we'll get into it we'll get into it but before we do shout out to our patreon subscribers our um vip patrons we have classic sky tops mr or mrs smith and ck head on over to Patreon. And we really actually love posting on Patreon. I love making the monthly newsletters, um, our little circular. We do more like personal content there. And I just think it's so fun. And all of the support from our patrons goes to help running, running this whole shindig. It sure does. And it's just, it's a little bit behind the scenes you know we're breaking the fourth wall we're we're talking about things we're getting a little bit more personal sometimes we're a little bit more unhinged than we are on this podcast and it's just more fun I think so not that this isn't fun no 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 this is definitely fun but um before we get started any updates in life like how's everything going how's the job okay job is great I'm really getting my feet wet Mm-hmm. Life is fucking crazy. Um, so my cousin who just moved up here, who we've done an episode with a little bit ago, um, she was driving down the road and ran a red light and got hit by the fucking city train. And so the back of her car, it's not funny, but it's funny now, like was completely destroyed. She's totally fine. Thank God. But like, I'm still kind of riding the high of the adrenaline there. So it wasn't a freight train. It was a train carrying people. Yeah, it was carrying people. That is so bad. It was pretty bad. That is so reckless. And then she got a ticket for a red light runner. Obviously. She's so lucky she didn't. Anyways. Well, we're glad she's safe. We are so glad she's safe. I know. What well, about you? Like I said, just move and work in. I went on, you guys, can we have a moment of silence? I went on a run for the first time in like two and a half years outside, uh, not on a ugh. treadmill outside. 
Was I ran on emergency. Trip. No, no, just trying to like really up the the physical fitness and trying to also get a tan because I feel like when I was down in the Bay Area, I was so stuck in my apartment. Yeah. I didn't really get out. And up here it's the weather's nice. There's trails and you can, it's much more outdoorsy. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to like hone in on that, you know, how fun, a little hiker girl. I'm a hiker girl. And, uh, uh, my George glass said he's got some friends that want to go fishing. So oh, I mean, am fishing I- and loving it for day. I feel like I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a boat. I'm going to get a fishing rod and I will be in that river. Get that bucket of worms and you go fishing. (laughs) But anyways, anyways. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you guys, we today are talking about Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. We are, as I say, going a little bit deeper. Oh, we're going a little bit deeper. Last week we covered the complaint. And I got emotionally caught up on this whole entire thing. (laughs) Like, oh, by the way, I realized why I didn't know anything about these people. Because my cousin, my wonderful cousin texted me and was like, you didn't know anything about this because you were studying for the fucking bar exam. Like you were in law school. So, okay. I give myself a break. Yeah, I wasn't, I was not really, I I knew the two dated and I knew there were rumblings of them having a toxic relationship, but I wasn't, it wasn't on my radar really, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm much more of like trashy gossip than I am, you know, like our reality stars are Bravo Labs than I am into like the Marvel movie, Disney actors. Yeah. The serious actors, like don't care about the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie of it all. I don't care. care I care about Teresa Dujice and Louie, mm-hmm. you know, exactly like that's where, and I don't know if that, what that says about me. It says you're, find, you're grounded. I think that means you're a grounded, well-rounded human. I just find that that, that gossip is much more fun. This is a little too real. And I don't know why, where that rationale comes from, but this is darker. It's because this is Lets, like in a court with like, a lot more money behind it. Where like the rest of them are like, I mean, not that money makes a difference, but like it was a little scarier when it happened to Gina versus well, this, I, which is a little more crazy. Well, I actually no, I actually think that we expect poor behavior from our reality stars. We don't expect this kind of behavior from our Marvel Disney actors. That's such a good point. So I think that's why it's. It's wild. You guys, it's wild. So we're going to do a little background debrief on the summary of the relationships. We're going to go through kind of a summary of the lawsuit. What's up with the countersuit? Why are people on the witness list? What's the evidence look like? Like what is going on? Because I think a lot of people are confused why Johnny Depp is testifying to certain stuff when Mm -hmm. he's the one who brought the lawsuit about this defamatory statement. So like, why are the turd burger being brought up? The grumpy as he has called it, you know, like why are the grumpy ass? He called it a grumpy. The turd. I, I, you guys, I watched the testimony, some of his testimony last night on YouTube and he referred to it as a grumpy. He referred to the turd as a grumpy. That's really funny I never have heard of that before but okay I love it so so we'll get into that but before we do let's set the stage yeah for these two 
wild lovebirds. Wild, wild, good looking, crazy people. Okay. So Johnny Depp and Amber Heard met in 2009 on the set of The Rum Diary, but they didn't date until two years later when they were promoting the film. Yes. So first of all, one, what the fuck is The Rum Diary? Never, ever fucking heard of it. I never heard of it. Please let us know if you've heard of this movie and or if you've watched it, because I would like to get a quick little review of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did find it. So I in my deep dive of my research, they had a kissing scene in a shower. Mm-hmm. And that is when the sparks like Johnny Depp said when he kissed Amber Heard, he felt something different. Wow. And cute. But they were both in relationships with other people. Oh. And so they never acted on it. And then well, that's two- good. And then two years later, when they were promoting the films, they got together. Were they single when they got together? Yeah. They, after, I think they both ended the relationships and then got together. Wow. That's kind of a cute story. I know. And it, it's sad. It really is sad. I know it is kind of sad, especially when it's like you feel a spark, you know, and then it's like that whole long process of like, getting together and all that stuff and then Mm -hmm. it's like only to be here in this moment being talked about by us and what a dark stain on your reputation in your life I mean this is gonna be googleable forever googleable forever but also like Johnny Depp's children have to live through it her family's having to live through it their friends and family like the friends that are having to testify it's so dark oh I would be fucking pissed. Can you imagine if your boss was in some stupid lawsuit and so you had to go testify? I would be like, get your fucking shit together. I should not have to go to court on a weekday because of you, you know, they do get, they do get paid. So, okay. So after they met Johnny Depp and Amber Heard get married in 2015, but then Heard filed for divorce 15 months later. I had no idea the relationship was that short. I didn't either. But I guess it's also kind of long because they kind of met in 2009. So it was like emotionally six years, maybe. I don't know. Well, but they met, they rekindled in 2012. And so it was like, th- it was about three years, four years of them being together, which I, I don't know. I don't feel as as long for the, what we're dealing with right now. You know, yeah, I agree. all of the the hysteria behind the relationship and chaos. Yeah. It's like how much of it was good. If this much of it was bad. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16 year old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message, a message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Yeah. So this is when things get, this is when things start to get, crazy and start to spiral so Heard filed a tro against johnny depp which Mm -hmm. is the temporary restraining order and she was making claims that he was being abusive Mm 
Mm-hmm. And it was a volatile relationship. And she walked into court with like bruises on her face for that oh, hearing. She- yeah. Oh, and I did read a declaration that one of her friends wrote in support of the, the temporary restraining order. Um, and so anything juicy? No, just like, Hey, she called me and, um, she told me to call 911 and their, their relationship was toxic and Mm. no, just like vague general statements. Oh, lame. I mean, nothing as juicy as what we're getting. I know exactly. It's like, how do you even compare? (laughs) Yeah. So eventually, so Johnny Depp denies these allegations, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, this is just a ploy for her to try to settle this divorce by getting some type of financial gain. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but eventually they settle the divorce out of court and she, I think allegedly received $7 million Mm -hmm. and she claims that she donated the money to charity. She, right. So from my understanding, she said, I'm taking the 7 million and I'm going Mm -hmm. to donate it to the ACLU with like a schedule of donations, like whatever, like on the first, they'll get this much on whatever, however they do it. I'm not rich enough to be on a donation schedule here. So, yeah, so this like is once what I'm month. gathering. Yeah. It's like a million bucks a month for seven months or whatever. Um, but word on the street is that she didn't do that. Oh, she didn't do that. How do you, and where's this source coming from? Um, the guy who's in charge of the ACLU, like charity part, I guess he was like testifying and word on the street is all seven mil didn't make it there. And so they're like, Oh, she's a fucking liar. But like, yeah, she probably is a liar, but also like, okay, tell me if this makes me a bad person or not. But I think if you say, Hey, I'm going to donate X amount of money. I don't, I mean, that's a gift. Like you can't be sitting there being like, you never gave them the money. You never did that. It's like, it's a generous well, goes, thing to do. Yeah. But she, it goes to her credibility too, where she's mm-hmm. coming out and saying, look, I, I did not use this money for any personal gain. I mm-hmm. actually donated to the ACLU. I, I mean, it goes to, and it also goes to show her need to like puff up her reputation and come off as this this angel and Mm -hmm. is while painting Johnny Depp to be somewhat of a narcissistic devil Mm -hmm. and when in reality I think they're both damaged people who were in a very toxic relationship and are probably very much both at fault yeah um agreed I'm I mean I'm wondering if as this lawsuit has gone on they are self-aware enough to recognize that I just like I don't understand how you get to this. I wonder if the attorneys at any point had a conversation yes. at this point in the trial or like, let's withdraw. Let's stop. Let's don't stop you it. think at every point they've been like, brother, sister, we don't have to do this. I, 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 because Amber Heard came out before and said, like, I've always loved Johnny. I love him so much. And like, I just can't wait until we can move on with our lives and we no longer have to deal with this. And it's like, you could have, like, this is from 2019. We are in 2022. We've gone through a pandemic. Like I can, my, as my guess as to how this, this lawsuit is going to play out is that Johnny Depp 
they're both going to be responsible for their own attorney's fees. Oh yeah. They're, I don't think the jury is going to find that Johnny Depp's in favor of Johnny Depp and his lawsuit. And I don't think that they're going to find in favor of uh, Amber Heard for her counter claim. Right. Yeah. I don't. I agree. And so they're both going to have to absorb their own attorney's fees costs and no one's going to get any money from anyone. Yeah. And I think that's totally how it should be. Could you imagine that? So like now the entire world knows everything about your relationship, oh personal text messages between you and your friends who are of a celebrity Literal level or videos of your couple fights is all out there for the world to see will forever remain on the court docket. Oh, like forever. you guys can go. You no, can I go literally to Fair- downloaded all of it already. Yeah. You guys can go to Fairfax County, their website and type in the case number and you have access to the exhibits that are going to be presented. I'll link it on our website. And so it's, it's, it's really, really, really sad. It's really sad. But anyways, let's get into the summary of the lawsuits. Do you want to tell us? Yes. Give us the, I, cause I was not aware of this. I did not know there was a, another lawsuit that was out there involving the son. Yes. So, uh, a while ago, uh, Johnny Depp sued the Sun, you know, that trashy tabloid magazine for libel because they called Johnny a wife beater and they provided like 14 different uh, allegations of abuse by Johnny Depp. So they went through this whole court battle and it was just like this, where it was like, Days and days and days. And all this happened in the UK, like, because that's Mm -hmm. where the sun is. So they, and same thing, you can go download the transcript of every single day in the UK court Mm -hmm. from the website, if you want to go read it. But, um, long story short, after like, I think it was 12 days of trial, um, the court found that the statements were substantially true. And found that Johnny did um, do 12 out of the 16 alleged instances of domestic violence. Well, let's be clear that it's not a, they found that the allegations to be substantially true based on testimony that was presented during the trial, Mm -hmm. that there was enough evidence to find that these statements were not false. Not that Mm -hmm. they occurred, but they're finding that the burden of proof is much lower, but they did find that there was some substantial truth to it and that it wasn't blatantly false Mm -hmm. to where, you know, cause like, remember with, to have a defamatory statement and has to be false. If the strongest defense is that it's true. And so if there's a finding of substantial truth, you can't really be that successful. Right. And like in this lawsuit that he has against Amber Heard, he blatantly claims in the complaint, I did not ever abuse Amber Heard. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'd be like, well, but kind of said you did. Like even this court found that you probably did. So how can you say never? Like, you know, it just puts a little doubt there. Yeah. I, I wonder, I guess I would have to look at the, I wonder if they use or reference any of the transcripts from the UK. They do. In, um, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His attorneys and Amber Heard's attorneys. Uh huh. Both of them. Hmm. Um. So then the second one is this lawsuit versus Amber mm-hmm. Heard. Um. And the trial separates separations. The trial centers around 
a defamation lawsuit um, that was filed against Amber Heard for that op-ed she wrote that we read last week about domestic violence in the Me Too movement. Depp says that this article irreparably damaged his career. And now he's bringing this lawsuit claiming $50 million in damages, meaning that whatever um, Amber Heard said in the op-ed like caused him to incur at least $50 million in damage. Yeah, because Johnny Depp's alleged that as a result of this op-ed, he was dropped from Pirates of the Caribbean and he was also dropped from J.K. Rowling's movie, Something Beast's. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably attributed to loss of actual wages and then mm-hmm. probably some type of emotional damage as well. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or Sync, Brittany or Christina, Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped, available wherever you stream your podcasts. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Did you read the article? I did. And what did you think? So I, I read the article and I, as somebody who is not aware or privy to the relationship between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I would have had no idea. Right. Right. And so it is from the defense, like to prove defamation, I think it's what a reasonably prudent person would it's from the standard of a reasonably prudent person or a reasonable person of the general public and how they would perceive that information. And I just don't think a general person of a general member of the public or a reasonable person of the public would know it would that that was related to Johnny Depp. Yes. If you're looking at a major, if you're looking at a group of people that are, that it, are not obsessed with, but very much into celebrity like, gossip. They yeah, would that are know. fans. Yeah, but I don't think that's the standard. We're not looking at a specific group of people. We're looking at the general public altogether. And I, I, if I read that, I would have had no idea. Yeah, no idea. But what Johnny Depp is saying, hey, look, yeah, of course, like my name wasn't specifically mentioned in this article, but based on the totality of the circumstances and everything that's been floating around in you know, the tabloid world, Mm -hmm. that is enough for people to deduce that this is about me. Because if you look, they have one, the divorce, right? Then you have her temporary restraining order, which makes allegations that Johnny Depp's abusive. Then you also have- But that was granted. It was granted. And then you also have, um, you also have the Sun article. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying, hey, look, you have a granted TRO against me, which doesn't necessarily make a finding that I was abusive. There just makes a finding that there could be a potential, you know, threat or we need to separate the parties. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying, based on all of that information, a reasonable person could, a reasonably person could understand this article to be about like Amber Heard's op-ed to be about Johnny Depp. I just feel as though if I'm sitting here as a juror, like pretending Mm -hmm. that I am, like I've been watching this shit on TikTok for like two weeks now, like I would have really liked it if instead of watching these two people fight, like, which was fun and so juicy. And I rewatched all these videos, but like, 
I think it would have been more interesting for them to be like, hey, this is what people in 2018 thought like Johnny Depp was in the news like a hundred times. Amber Heard was in the news 200 times. Like that's why these people would know it was about Johnny Depp because it's like no one's told me why they think that a normal member of a reasonably uh, member of society would know that it was about Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Like no one's convinced me that we would all know like, yeah, in 2022, maybe we don't all know because it's been so long. Well, it's all circumstantial evidence. And so they have to just be able to, his attorney is just going to have to present enough evidence to the court based on all of the other information that was out there that a reasonable person or a general, a person of the general public could deduce that this is about him. But yeah, I think they got to do a better job. Well, that's again, why I don't think he's going to be successful in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be successful in this lawsuit. I, I I don't find the jury. I don't think the jury is going to find Amber Heard, you know, responsible for a defamatory statement or find enough evidence to prove that the statement was defamatory in any way. Especially um, because they, you have to prove that the whole thing was false. So Johnny Depp's, um, team has to prove that he never was abusive towards her because that's the whole allegation in the article. Mm -hmm. So if he has to sit there and prove that he never abused her, well, I mean, that's kind of shot to hell. If you ask me, like there's literally like text messages, videos, like the finger cutoff incident. Like it's very clear that they were both abusive to each other. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, um, like it will continue to keep going or do you think that they will an attorney will be like we have to call it like we have to just settle no it's going to keep going yeah i think it's going to keep going because i mean i johnny depp's attorney i think they've rested their case in chief and so amber heard's attorney is getting ready to present her case and mm-hmm. i think amber heard's supposed to testify on monday oh but my God, the inter- when the really the really interesting thing about this case is that one it's a defamation case involving two celebrities. But the second part is that it's a defamation case involving two celebrities with the defendant, then filing a countersuit against the plaintiff, alleging another set of defamatory allegations. Mm -hmm. So it's just, and I think that's a perfect example of like name of their, of their relationship. Yeah. Like I, in my, and taking a step back, it's like, it's the perfect representation of their relationship together where it's like oh you're gonna do this to me guess what i'm gonna turn around and do the exact same thing to you because a countersuit that you're just basically alleging i think it happens most like in breach of contract where you know a plaintiff's alleging the defendant breached a contract the defendant's saying well actually no you breached the contract mm-hmm. it's just finger pointing mm-hmm. but it it can be a, it's a very successful tactic but and it has to be on the base brought on the basis of good faith. Like you can't just bring a countersuit to try to muddy the waters of litigation right. to try to confuse the judge or the jury. Mm-hmm. It has to be done in good faith. And so obviously the court found that it was done in good faith, but I think that this tactic of her filing the countersuit is detrimental to her one public, like her career. But I also think it's detrimental to this case. Mm. Even I just feel like at this point, the reputations of both of these people have been, I mean, we learned that that woman shit in a bed for God's sakes. Like, I know. Well, 
so her so her lawsuit is she filed so johnny depp filed the 50 million dollar lawsuit for defamation mm-hmm. amber heard turned around filed a hundred million dollar countersuit against depp claiming that she actually was defamed mm-hmm. or uh, johnny depp defamed her when his legal team referred to the allegations of domestic abuse as fake and as a sexual violence hoax mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. i mean it's exhausting right it's, it's like, exhausting and- but it's just it's so exhausting so we got we went through like uh, a bunch of the did you look at any of the exhibits that i pulled up by the way i looked at them i looked at them separately on the website okay so i pulled up a bunch of also like tiktoks because you know me and my tiktoks um and there are some that i find to be so interesting that i just like want to play and have us talk about Mm -hmm. you know um and first I want to talk about Johnny Depp and his courtroom demeanor and his like demeanor as a okay. witness. Okay. okay. Yes. Can I, are we going to play the video first? Yes. Because I have so many statements. Okay. Let me share my screen. Okay. Um, I have so many thoughts on it. Okay. Sorry. I'm a grandma. I don't know how to share my screen. Okay. It's right there in the middle. Can you see? Yes. Okay. Ready? Yes. I think I know what this is. I can't hear it. You can't hear it? No. Hmm. I don't know what to do about that. (laughs) Let me play it on my phone. Okay. Um, but tell me about what you think about the courtroom. Demeanor. Okay. Cause I, I, I'm pretty sure that this is a, the exact same clip that I, it's the clip that's been circulating about the attorney for Amber Heard objecting to a alleg or a hearsay oh, of his is own question. No, but no, 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 no. It's a different, no. So there's a, there's a hilarious clip that's been going around where, um, I think it's actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't Amber Heard's uh, attorney that was asking the question. It was Johnny Depp's attorney was asking a question. They were laying the foundation for a conversation that he had with somebody and counsel objects on the grounds of hearsay Mm -hmm. because he's getting ready to talk about a conversation. He's like, he says, yes, I talked to say Bob. Yeah. And then I had a conversation with Bob and the attorney objects on the grounds of hearsay. Yeah. Then, and it's overruled, right? I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. And then Johnny Depp goes, yeah, well, Bob told me, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And then Johnny Depp looks to the attorney like, yeah. are you going to object? <laughs> Is it hearsay? <laughs> like, are you going to object? And the, and the attorney didn't say anything. It was just, and then he, the attorney then later objects, but it was just so funny because that's what happens when you're so involved. Like even you're so involved in this, in this trial that I think Johnny Depp's like probably more on his game with evidentiary objections. And well, it's very clear that he is, but these are some of oh, like, so the questions. funny. Hey, 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Objection calls for hearsay. Let, let me ask you a different question, Mr. Depp. Um, yes. Let's let him object to another one. He'd had a conversation with Ms. Hurd. He said, yes, they had. Okay. It appears that Ms. Hurd had told... Hearsay, Your Honor. Objection, Your Honor. Hearsay. She would like for him to quote. That's hearsay, I guess. Well, the thing is, is like when you're in a trial, it becomes there comes a point where the one he's probably gonna he's been on the stand for hours. It becomes exhaustive. No literal days. Maybe they're here. And then you're getting I can read it out grilled by the defense attorney and he's asking silly questions that you don't find to be relevant, of course. I mean you have to answer them, most of them. But he's giving a little bit of sound back and if I were Johnny Depp's attorney, I would just say, look, cut the theatrics and just answer his question because it you're wasting the court's time and you're also potentially impacting the way that the jury reacts to you. Yeah, the jury's perception. But I mean, I've had attorneys before that are just obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Obnoxious during a trial, objecting all the time and and just asking really inappropriate questions and also being aggressive to the witness. But when the attorney objected to his own question, <laughs> I know that was so funny. This one also, I wanted, I wanted to talk about um, him trying to authenticate this document for like a okay. hundred hours. Okay. This was a document. That music is like not shit. TikTok's like so hard. Well, yeah. yeah, they don't like Mr. Each Depp, other, that clearly. is your clearly no. on the right. It's very much correct. obvious that they are not enjoying one another on the stand. But I will say it is right. It can be so hard questioning a witness on the stand, especially if you're trying to lay foundation or you're trying to authenticate a record or you're trying to move a piece of a record into evidence and you're getting their lodging objections at you, like you can become flustered. It's so, trial is so stressful. 
Yeah. It is so stressful, but it, this has just been a nightmare of a trial. It's from, from the witness, from Johnny Depp's testimony to the allegations, to the questions that are being asked to Hertz defense attorney. Like it's the witnesses, the guy, the witness that was on the, in the vehicle vaping. Yeah. Like the manager of the apartment complex. (sighs) And he did not want to be there either. And then the chauffeur though, that was weird. They kept like trying to make the chauffeur like, well, he's the one who testified about Amber Heard shitting in the bed. Well, is he the one that found it? I think he's the one who took her there. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of question about why is this relevant? Her mm-hmm. shitting in the bed mm-hmm. and also the allegations of the severing of the finger because Johnny Depp's trying to prove. Uh, so with a countersuit and so you have the main lawsuit, then you have a countersuit. Both of those are being litigated and adjudicated at the same time. Like you, those are not separate trials. So the evidence is being Johnny Depp's counsel is presenting evidence to support a finding that Amber Heard made defamatory statements in the op-ed, but they're also having to present evidence that is defends that defends his position against Amber Heard's countersuit, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So he's trying to paint a picture of like, okay, you're saying that my legal team referred to these claims as fake and sexual violence hoax. Well, you are engaged in an abusive relationship and you engaged in abusive behavior. Here are examples of that. Mm-hmm. And the narrative that you've been perpetuating is one of a victim when in reality you are too an abuser, allegedly an abuser. Um, because there is video evidence that she admitted to hitting him. Yeah, exactly. Audio evidence. Yeah. Um, but, but there's also like different audio of like her saying, go put your cigarettes out on someone else. Like that show. I mean, not just like if there's mm-hmm. video of it too, I, I'm not sure. I just saw audio, but I mean, that's I'm kind intri- of, yeah, I'm really intrigued to hear more about her testimony mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in- interested to see how she comes off on the stand because mm-hmm. right now she's coming off as very unlikable. Yeah. But maybe she's going to, you know, give us an Oscar worthy performance. I, I know. I kind of think that like, I hope that she gives us a little more of a timeline because I feel like this is all a lot of all over the place too, where it's like we have fights and this and that, and we're in Australia, but we're also in the Bahamas and we're asking about makeup. And I'm like, can we just like, no, I need a bit more of a timeline. I need a little bit more structure. I feel like right now it's just like a bunch of shit thrown at the wall of like people who hate each other. Well, I mean, that's the whole point, though. They're presenting their case. And then at the end, during closing, they're going to present a timeline of everything. And they're going to make sure that it's, I guess, more cohesive, cohesive. I, yeah. And they're going to put all of the evidence together. Did you but see the, the jury's? Finger? No, she threw a vodka bottle at him. So uh, if you scroll down on the outline, I put a picture of it and like pictures of him attached to his domestic abuse complaint against (gasps) her. Yeah. So allegedly she threw a vodka bottle at him and it took off the top of his finger, Uh but her team actually introduced, um, like text messages from Johnny Depp, Uh basically admitting that he's the one that cut his finger 
Can you read it? Yeah. Okay. So um, on 3-9-15 to his doctor, David Kipper, Mm -hmm. um, Johnny Depp says, my most sincere apologies to you, doc. I understand your decision based on my immunity to do the right thing. And I truly thank you for your concern. I must apologize for not having the presence of mind to respect the man who has been the most kind and who has done more for me than anyone ever. There was no call for my spineless and base behavior toward you. I honestly understand the reasons for your concerns in your letter and can say to you now, they no longer are an issue. Okay. This is the part. Thank you for everything. I have chopped off my left middle finger as a reminder that I should never cut my finger off again. What? Yeah. You guys, the level of lunacy that is this trial. Do you know how many? I bet I would love to be a fly on the wall of the attorneys meeting after each day of trial when they're by themselves and their clients aren't there. Seriously. I really wonder what's going through their heads of just, you know, they're just like these are nightmare people. And we have to remember you guys, any piece of evidence that's being presented in this case, the parties have access to it. There are no surprises in trial. And that is something that is a huge misconception with TV shows and movies where you have this dramatic moment where the attorney drops a piece of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Drops a piece of evidence in the middle of trial and everyone's just like taken aback and shocked. That's not how it works. Both sides have had access to this. Mm -hmm. They know what's going to be presented. And yeah, I wonder, it would be interesting to know. I would have to go back and watch the the testimony by Johnny Depp of how he refuted and this, this uh, text message when it was brought up by Hurd's attorney. Yeah. I don't remember. But he also like uh, Texas doctor, like ordering pills. Like he's like, you can flog me soon. This is to his doctor. You can flog me soon for waiting until now for not having given my kind apparatus, the appropriate, adequate general cock love. Oh, I have tried and mostly failed many, many unpleasant things happening within my business world going on that are attempting to give me the funny pained face that could render no more and send me head first straight into a bowl of minestrone or worse, a green curry. So most necessary PRNs are all headache meds, Xanax, Adderall, and whatever this magical ointment for that traitorous redness in the much valued region of great significance. Thanks. Love XJD. You know who this text message reminds me of? And this is going to sound, this is going to be a wild transition. Okay, what? (laughs) Megan Fox. Whoa, I didn't see that coming. Okay. Uh, What the fuck? Sorry, brief segue. Did you see her interview with Glamour Magazine, I believe, or Cosmopolitan, Mm -mm. where they ask her questions and she answers? So I invite you to go watch that video because the way Johnny... Johnny Depp talks the same way. I feel like Megan Fox speaks Mm -hmm. where they're so in touch with their feelings. Like they've done ayahuasca. They've gone down to shamans and where rocks in their bras. 
you know, like this magical ointment for that treacherous redness, the much valued region of great significance where you're using too many words to describe something. Right. Just say dick ointment. It's fine. You have a rash. Uh, but it's like, there's a need to, I feel like exude like a level of superiority and intelligence. Mm-hmm. And it's this, you know, of value and great significance. Thank you. Much love. It's like, I can't I, even I, help, but read it but, in captain Jack Sparrow's language, No, but go the, the point I'm trying to make about the Megan Fox, go watch this video because she, the way that she speaks is mm-hmm. so odd. And yeah. also they talk about how they drink each other's blood, which was just, another, yeah. but then it goes back to her engagement post when she talks about them being engaged. Yeah. With her painful wedding ring. And she, the way she describes it, wait, let me hold, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. It's like, In July of 2020, we sat under the banyan tree. We asked for magic. We were oblivious to the pain we would face together in such a short, frenetic period of time, unaware of the work and the sacrifices the relationship would require for us, but intoxicated off of the love and the karma. Somehow a year and a half later, having walked through hell together and having laughed more than I've ever imagined possible, he asked me to marry him. We, oh, wait, this isn't it. Damn it. This isn't it. There's another one that's just like well, well posted. so chaotic. Sorry, <laughs> you can cut all of this out. But it's just like, it's this, it's this like Hollywood talk, right? Yeah, Where, exactly. Ego like, and I, stuff. It's ego. Like you've met your shaman, you've done ayahuasca, you've right. gone and you've got crystals hanging from your neck. It's, yeah. That's the vibe I get from Johnny Depp anyways. you I know me too. Like, and yeah, me too. But I do have to say, I do like his ponytail. Okay. So uh, these are what some of the things that our followers have to say. So someone said, I love that Johnny pulled up to court jamming to Exodus by Bob Marley. (laughs) Uh, I didn't know that. Um, Johnny should be able to work. If abusive Amber is, she destroyed him. Um, Somebody said, whose job is it to do the due diligence to compare the testimonies to the British trial? I think each person's attorney, if they want to use things like that. Yeah. It's each. Yeah. So each attorney, each attorney would go through, obtain a copy of the transcript, go through, look at statements. Yeah. And then question on the differences. Which they did do that a few times. Um, And then someone says, Johnny Depp fans are as loony as Michael Jackson fans. (laughs) This uh, this girl named Amber goes, I hate that I share a name with her. That's hilarious. Um, I wonder what kind of questions are going to be asked about the poop. Will she cop to it being her? Oh, that's a good question. They they have to ask her about the poop. Johnny's team will. I wonder if they're going to object us to relevance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think and, it goes to abuse. That's abusive to shit in someone's it bed. Is, it, it is relevant. I think to Johnny Depp, like I said, I think it's relevant to Johnny Depp's defense to the countersuit where yeah. he's trying to lay a foundation that this woman is volatile and as abusive as he, she is alleging he is Yeah, and is toxic and was, you know, not an angel in this, in this whole situation. So I am a hundred percent of the belief that both of these people are on methamphetamines because Warren, what? Oh, is that obvious? Well, no, that's, (laughs) oh, I'm not allowed to say that. 
Based on what? Oh, based on the fact that once I was visiting someone in inpatient rehab and they asked me to go with them to a narcotics anonymous meeting. Mm -hmm. And so I went to it. And while I was there, this person was like talking about how once they got like totally fucked up on meth and broke into their ex-boyfriend's home. I are we seeing similarities opened the dryer took a shadoobie, turned on the dryer and left. And I just think that this is too coincidental for there not to be meth involved. Okay. Well, I will defend Amber Heard and Johnny Depp in that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if necessarily there's meth involved, but I do think that there is a very large egos that are involved and probably too very much two very big narcissists. And I think that she's just think about how angry you get. Like if you Mm -hmm. are in a relationship and you get really, really pissed off at somebody the things that you think about doing, Um, there's something in your brain that keeps you from doing that in her brain, it's missing. And so I don't know if you need a a hard narcotic to do that, but it reminds, (laughs) I would, well, I was going to say, it reminds me of that case I had where a guy, he was drunk there weren't drugs involved. He was just drunk and he climbed through the attic of his ex-wife's house and crawled into bed with her. Ew, that's creepy. It is really creepy. It is really creepy. I prosecuted him for two DUIs, but, uh, two DUIs, but no creepiness or what? Well, that, already, yeah, that no, that case, that case was separate. Oh, wow. But, but it's Frequent like, flyer. I, I mean, you may be right that there may be a substance involved, but I don't know if necessarily math, um, I think definitely, probably, I think definitely they're a fuck ton of alcohol. I think that their personalities alone are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think there needs to be a substance involved. Yeah. I think they're both just, it's really sad because I wonder if they're this toxic in prior relationships or if it's just two toxic people, like you feed off of one another. I think it's two toxic people you know, misery loves company. And so they're just those, they're drama kids from high school who are like, Oh, so that's an obsessed. That's another good point about, or just reminded me. I don't know how much I like having actors on the stand to testify because it's like, how genuine are you being? Because you can Mm -hmm. turn your emotions on and off. You can, manipulate your facial expressions you're more trained I guess to be able to yeah respond in a way in a way that probably a average person would not be Mm -hmm. um and you can control your reactions and so I think there's too much uh, yeah I just think there's a little bit there's too much theatrics going on with Johnny Depp's testimony as uh, even though I find it funny I think it's kind of annoying and it's, so I wonder it's embarrassing if you ask me like how are you going to say that you're a victim of domestic violence and then sit on the stand during your trial and, and be a narcissist yeah uh-huh. like I'm sorry yeah. it's not funny yeah and I, I do think it's interesting though where people are so team Johnny Depp and it's I like know. that person said <laughs> like Johnny Depp's fans are as crazy as Michael Jackson's mm-hmm. but it's true it's like wait why are we siding with Johnny Depp and villainizing Amber Heard Right. When they're both just as crazy. They're they're both both... just as crazy. And I think it's okay to say that you don't have to pick a side. You don't know these people, but unless you do, then whatever. 
not to play devil's advocate or like side with Amber Heard in this, but is this another perfect example of kind of toxic masculinity within yes. mm-hmm. Hollywood and within public perception where now the female who was alleging to be the the victim is now becoming now she's going to get sued if she speaks out? Well, well, not even that, but now she is being demonized by the public because yeah. people are finding Johnny Depp's testimony to be funny and somewhat likable. It's like, that's not the, I mean, I guess it kind of is the point you want to come off credible and personable on the witness stand, but it's like, are we overlooking the evidence? Are we overlooking what is being testified to and the things that are being alleged? Because it's, it's craziness. All of it, it is crazy. It's not just Amber Heard. So I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what, how Amber testifies. Me too. I want to know her personality. I really, well, do. I wonder if she'll get emotional on the stand, if she's going to come off cold because mm-hmm. a, a lot of people are looking at her body language when she's sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's coming off as callous. I think she's doing a good job considering to have a camera pointed at you um, for what eight hours the whole day. Like you're going to make some faces. Like, can we talk about something though? If uh, I would love to get somebody in there to just like cut that little Swedish Dutch braid. I hated that Dutch braid. I really didn't like it at all. Yeah. We just, I want to cut it and let's, it just the edges they like the tippy tippies of the two braids didn't need to meet at the part of her hair. Mm-hmm. Like there there's a different way to do that. And I know it can be done because you know yeah. how I know because American Girl dolls have had it done before. Well, and throw an extension in or just do make a it thicker bun. Don't do the yeah. hair. Don't do the hairstyle. You know, what's you know, what's really sad is I've you can tell how much the situation has like war worn both of them down. Like they mm-hmm. both look significantly different than they did in their relationship in 2015. And of course yeah. it's six years later, but for two people, I think that are really prevalent. I mean, have huge Hollywood careers and are mm-hmm. probably vain and like their appearance, they both look terrible. I wonder if that was the point, but yeah, she, she looks needs exa- a facial. She looks, yeah. she looks exhausted. She does look exhausted. I mean, gosh, I just, I'm the type of person though, if this was, if I were in Amber Heard's position, I would have just said, I'm walking away. Um, let's just call it quits. I will at least pay your attorney's fees or you can pay your attorney's fees. I'll pay mine. Let's walk away from it. But he really wants the $50 million. That's the thing. That's why I don't think they'll settle is because he is adamant that he has, he wants to be vindicated. Yeah. But I think at this point, like the public perception, there is a level of indication that's happened for him. And people are writing articles where they're like, I think Johnny Depp, the best thing for him was to get up on the stand and testify because I think he's winning back his career. And so, I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, you want his career back. He wants to be able to be in in movies again, which I don't see why he wouldn't. That's the thing. It's like, I don't, I don't, that's the other thing. Why wouldn't she be able to? Why are, I don't understand this. Like there are many men out there who are worse actors than Johnny Depp, who still have a career after being abusive. Like you can't tell me that. And I'm I don't just, know. I, it goes back to cancel culture culture though. And I'm so against cancel culture and this idea of you, what people do in their private lives. I, I don't, it's, it really is none of our business. Of course, you don't want anyone to engage in criminal behavior Mm -hmm. or, you know, be abusive. But at the same time, it's like, 
simply having an allegation lodged is enough to cancel your entire career you've worked years and years and years for mm-hmm. I don't know it just doesn't make sense to me I think both of them should be able to work if they're both good too. actors yeah. and it just sucks that because they put their life out there ugh. whatever and also, they they could have avoided all of this but the thing is it's like yeah your public perception and the way that you're coming off on the stand is likable but what ties have you burned within the industry? Because now your celebrity friends text messages are being leaked. I or mean, sorry, Elton John is for sure never going to invite them over again. Okay, there was a. I don't know if you guys know his name's Paul Bet Betney. Do you know who he, Betty Betney? I just have heard of him, but I have no idea who he is. He was the he was the guy in um, Da Vinci Code. He was oh. the monk. Okay. A very skinny white guy. Anyways, his text messages were um, used as an exhibit. Mm-hmm. And he, Paul came out and was like, it's really embarrassing to see my text messages, like private text messages yeah. being used in exhibit. Because they're joke. You can tell it. They're like joking around about this is obviously not great, but they're joking around about killing Amber Heard and like drowning her in the pool. Mm-hmm. But think about, and of course, like, Without context, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Think about the shit we've said in text messages back and forth to each right, other. Or right. private conversations you've had with your friends where your you group chat. Know, you each know you're joking. Yeah. And then to have that text message pulled and then used in in a trial against and someone else. And you being used against your friend and yeah, then you have to I testify. Would, I'd be pissed. But that's what I'm saying. It's like now, okay, Johnny Depp is this litigious. And so is Amber Heard and they're willing to bring their friends in and they're, you know, people they work with in the industry and, and drag them into this lawsuit. So if they're capable of doing that, like why am I going to work with them in the future where exactly. I could potentially be exposed to that? I would never, like, I would never. Yeah. I'd be like, like phone calls only. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, bye. I can't <laughs> hang out with you. I have to brush my hair. My mom's calling. <laughs> Um, okay. Do you have any criminal behavior? Uh, my criminal behavior is the Dutch braid. Oh yeah. It's really bad. It's so bad. Just, you know, and that, let me get on my soapbox for a minute. Okay. Oh, this is going to be bad. There are hairstyles that some women should wear and other hairstyles, you know, like there are certain hairstyles you should wear based on the texture of hair you have. Uh Uh-huh. And the fullness of hair that you have. I think mm-hmm. we've talked about this before with extensions. Like, mm-hmm. like if you can see them through your hair. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not wearing braids. I'm not doing certain things with my hair. Cause I feel like my hair is a little bit thinner or it just doesn't have, like, I can't wear a slicked down, like the Bella Hadid, you know how they yeah. do like the slick Slicked down pony. buns or I can't do the, the thing where you, you pull yeah. your hair, the, the, poof the little ponytails yeah. or the little, the little pigtails that people are doing. Cause it doesn't look good on me. It doesn't look good on my hair, my head. It doesn't look good with my hair. I think women just need to come to terms with that. Just because a hairstyle is trending doesn't mean it's going to look good on you. Just because it can mean you doesn't do mean you should, honey. should. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, it's that those little, those little pigtails people are doing with their hair. Yeah. I think they're uh, so cute. I the can't little- do it though. Millennial I, I think it's, I think it's cute. And you yeah. can do, you can do the thing where you pull up a little piece of your hair yeah. and you do like a cute little fountain 
half up, half Pony. down. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Doesn't look good on me. So mm. I recognize that. And so I think Amber Heard's hairstyle should have recognized that that Dutch braid with the little thin tendrils probably shouldn't have happened. It should not have happened at all. It really shouldn't have. Yeah. Um. Okay. My criminal behavior is I have a lot, but I'm going to focus it down to one. Have you been okay. watching Selling Sunset? <gasps> okay. okay. Maybe we'll have to do a Patreon on that because I did a binge, you guys. I did my- too. In my, yeah. Yeah. Binge, 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 binge. So my criminal behavior is the girl, Emma selling fucking frozen empanadas and like, and then like bringing them to her Hispanic boyfriend's house who like literally makes tequila and is like, Oh my God, I made empanadas. And it's like, ew, 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 ew. You are disgusting. How dare you even try to call that an empanada? I love too that the empanadas were brought up as if we were all privy to the fact that she owned this empanada company. And I'm like, I have no, I had to Google it. Well, remember she, that was like last season is when we were introduced to her, she was like on the jet and she's like, oh yeah, I'm just so busy for my empanadas. And I'm like, wait, I've never fucking seen one. She has is she Stacy from Stacy's like from the freezer aisle or what? But she hasn't even, I don't think she's ever said the brand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're talking to, you're talking about the fact that you haven't em- empanadas, but it's like, what's the brand? Like, I don't get it. Ew. Do you and own then, a frozen food company? Do you, are you a vegan chef? Like, right. What? It's and just how do you the, have the money to fly private off of frozen empanadas? We've never heard. I of guess before. she's, I guess she is. I did a little bit of a deep dive on her and I guess she was really success, successful. And then also in the selling sunset, she talks about how she, invested in the stock market really early on okay good for her yeah but, but I think also she came from a I think she came from like a low class like a um she worked really hard to get where she, she I think she worked really and it's like the same with Chriselle mm-hmm. where they come off kind of annoying but you're like mm, I give it to them they worked hard yeah her style bothers me I also all like, of their styles just couldn't me. stand that she like served those empanadas with not a single, not a salsa, not a block, oh, guys, not a sour cream, not a nothing, not a dip, not a dip, in not sight. even a little sprig of cilantro you could eat around. Like it was like, here are these things from the freezer and they're now on this plate the in only this multi-million dollar home. The only empanada I will eat without a sauce is that of an authentic empanada or a samosa or something from like the, your mom, your grandma. Yeah. You're a boiler, whoever. I'm I'm sorry, I'm not, not Emma from Selling Sunset. Not her. That has been that has been frozen, dehydrated, and then zapped in the air fryer. Exactly. If we're lucky. If we're lucky. Probably yeah. microwaved. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> well, that was so fun. You know what? And it was fun. And um episodes may be a little chaotic, but it's like this trial is chaotic. Like there is no it way it is chaotic. It is so, there's so much evidence. There's so many allegations. There's so much going on that it is, it's too much to cover. Like yeah. it is too much to cover in detail. And so yeah. the only way I feel like we can really go over this is to speak in generalities and just talk about the fun, hot, juicy gossip. Yeah. And like the procedural side of it is so Nobody boring. Cares anyway, doesn't even Procedur- care if you care, let us know if you care about the procedural history. The procedure. Because I'll screenshot the register of actions for you and send it. 
<laughs> the procedural history of it is just nobody cares. No one cares. No one cares because this this trial is so salacious. But yeah. maybe we'll do like a some live updates on the on the gram about yeah that sounds fun about Amber Heard's testimony because I'm intrigued by that. Me too. And this really this whole trial has totally sidetracked our Erica Jane deep dive, which will be coming eventually. It's going to come before the Beverly Hills premiere, which I think might be today. Is it today? I don't know. I feel like it is. Oh my God. I feel like we haven't even gotten enough really like jazz about that, but I guess I haven't really been watching TV. Um, okie dokie, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Um, subscribe to our Patreon page allegedly bravo on patreon allegedly bravo literally everywhere um this episode is brought to you by the morally corrupt shop and we will be doing a little cross merch with the morally corrupt shop so morally corrupt x allegedly bravo that's what's up so head on over to morally corrupt head on over to allegedly bravo and just enjoy it guys we're doing this for you we are and we will be putting up a poll because i want to know what everyone's guesses are for the outcome of this case is johnny Mm -hmm. gonna win is amber heard gonna win is no one gonna win let's find out let's find out all right we'll talk to you later bye Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off.